There's a wonderful book that I read, especially when I'm preparing my sermons, and it's called Jesus and Historical Approximation. It's a scholarly book, but it is easy to read, and the author traces uses all scripture and tradition and um, other sources, historical sources, and they give a historical approximation of what life was like at the time of Jesus and everything that Jesus encountered as well. It's a wonderful read. And I was reading it in preparation for today's gospel, and he said approximately this is what happened to Jesus. He was obviously baptized by John in the River Jordan, and he had a very profound spiritual experience. And after that, he went out into the desert where he spent some time in prayer. Obviously, we know in Scripture it was tempted by the devil. Jesus had to decide and figure out what it was that God wanted him to do now that he has been the anointed one, God's beloved child. So this gentleman says that when John the Baptist was executed by King Herod, that was the sign that Jesus would begin his ministry. And uh, we have here the story of him coming back to Galilee. And uh, he didn't return to his home after that. More than likely, he stayed in the house of Peter by the sea. And uh, he was invited or he went into the synagogue, as was traditional uh, that other people did as well. So nothing is left to chance. Jesus comes, and this is the beginning of his ministry as the Christ, as God's anointed one. So he takes the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and he unrolls it. And it, there would be two spirals of, 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 uh, of, of parchment. And he would st he stopped particularly on this passage of Isaiah. And the passage was once again, this is where it stopped. And this is what he read. And these are his among his first words spoken in this gospel. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He sent me to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery of sight of the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. What is quite remarkable here is that Jesus does not continue the ministry of John the Baptist because John the Baptist spoke about God's devastating anger, it's on its way, repent, and he will sort out the wheat from the chaff. And uh, the people were expecting a Messiah who would bring God's anger and judgment and perhaps punishment into people's lives. Jesus had a very different approach. What he did was, he, he, he emphasized and said that people would see the incredible compassion of God. And he did this by saying that God's reign is among you right now, here and now, in me as Jesus Christ, the Messiah. I am God in your midst, and I am here to bring God's reign into your life. And he did this by emphasizing um, liberty, uh, healing, and the year of the Lord. And the jubilee year of the Lord is when everything would be restored. Deaths would be forgiven. Land that would forfeited 
will be returned to its original owner. Those imprisoned because of financial adversity will be set free. So this was a time of great anticipation for the dispossessed and impoverished. God wanted to restore all people to what God wanted them to be. God's reign is, was alive and well in Jesus Christ. And when we talk about God's reign being alive and well, it, is, it, is not, it does not only speak about when Jesus lived among us. Jesus inaugurated God's reign, and it is still there, and it still is in existence 2,000 years later in many different ways. And we see what, what Jesus wants uh, out of God's reign was a restoration of people, um, a time when people would be living life and life in its fullness. And the reign of God is something that we have to reflect on as well and ask ourselves, what is it that reigns in our life? Is it God's, is it Jesus Christ that reigns in our life? And Jesus Christ in his words and in his actions. What Jesus said he wanted to do for the people at that time, he wants to do for each one of us as well. He wants to bring uh, glad tidings to us. He wants to bring liberty into any area of captivity in our lives. If there is any blindness, or we don't see things as God sees things, we don't see ourselves as God sees us, he wants to re bring recovery of sight to us who are blind in any way, and to, to free us from anything, fears, worries, and anxieties that oppress us. So the reign of God is here and now. As it was at the time of Christ, so it is now, and it will be in the future. We don't wait until the parousia, someday when we get to heaven, to experience this. This is Christ, alive and well today, as as much he was to the people in Nazareth when he read this proclamation. So let us keep that alive, and let us make sure that what Jesus spoke about, God's reign, is what reigns in our lives at all times so that we would have life and life in its fullness.